0: Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Locked On Mets is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. The absolute worst possible news comes out of the World Baseball Classic. Edwin Diaz celebrating a win appears to have blown out his knee. We're going to be discussing it throughout the show because the fallout of this is massive. Before we get into it, I'm your host Ryan Ficklestein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on Twitter at FicklesteinRyan. You can also find some of my writing at JustBaseball.com where I work as the managing editor. Now I had an entirely different podcast in the can ready to go. I'm sitting there doing the last thing, uploading it to YouTube, writing out a little description for it. Pete Alonzo, MVP, uh, You know, we, we previewed his season, got into the projections, all that good stuff. You'll hear that episode at some point, maybe it's Friday, maybe it's next week. We'll see what the news allows us to do with the schedule because we could not possibly have released an episode of Locked On Mets about Pete Alonzo having fun projecting his season when disaster struck and that's literally what happened as I was putting together this podcast because I start getting texts. I, I mean... Like I just mentioned, I work at Just Baseball. Uh, a bunch of the, the, the other writers and, and people I work with started blowing me up. What happened, right? What happened with this tournament? What, what's going on? Why is my phone ringing off the hook here? Edwin Diaz, done. I mean, look, we don't know what's going to happen. Here's what we do know. Edwin Diaz was lights out, closing out a game for Puerto Rico. They advanced past the pool stage. Ooh, I mean, very exciting. Got past the pool stage. I get the Dominican Republic was a stacked team, but it's still, you know, a tournament that, in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, as much as all of these countries have their pride, and I get the celebration, I do. And honestly, I hate to be the guy knocking it, but I can't hide my frustration over the fact that the closer on the Mets that just got a hundred million dollar contract blew out his knee, celebrating getting past. the the pool play in the World Baseball Classic. He didn't even bring Puerto Rico uh, 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 their first tournament title before blowing on his knees celebrating. He was helped off the field, couldn't put any weight on that leg. So what does that mean? I I don't know at 10.45 at night as I record this, but the Mets seem to be without their closer at least for the start of the season. Worst case, this guy just blew his ACL. And if that's the case at this stage of the game, yeah, for a relief pitcher, maybe, maybe you can hope that the dude's ready at the end of this season, but what's he going to look like then? There's a very good chance that the Mets just lost their closer for 2023. Again, this is as I'm recording it at 1046 at night. Maybe... As I wake up, as you listen to this, we all get the report that it's a really bad sprain. But it didn't look like a bad sprain when they were carrying him off the field. It didn't look like a bad sprain where he got in a wheelchair. It didn't look like a bad sprain when his brother Alexis was, uh, or Alexi, excuse me. I, is it Alexi? Alexis? Alexis? Alexi? Guy's a stud for the Reds. Now I feel bad. Here I am butchering a name just so I can say who was crying. Was it Alexis Ramirez? Alexis DSG? I am all over the place. We're leaving this all in, though, because the emotions are raw and they're real. It is Alexis Diaz. My my gut reaction was right. He was crying, his eyes out. Francisco Lindor looked to be on the verge of tears as well as he buried his head in his hands, knowing that here's a guy that's supposed to help you win a World Series and here it is. World Baseball Classic. How do you think Lindor feels now when he tries to leg out his next double in the next round? How do you think Pete Alonso or Jeff McNeilfield's playing for Team USA or Waro Escobar for Venezuela. You want the Mets to just pull all their guys. Say, screw this tournament. We're trying to win a World Series this year. This is as bad as it can get. It is. The only thing that would have been worse is if it was Lindor. I-, I mean, I I'm not gonna say this season's over. I've already seen a couple fan I mean briefly looked at Twitter and everyone's jumping off a cliff, as I clearly sound to be on this podcast. So I am not Absolved of that you know reaction, but the Mets can overcome this, and we will spend the rest of the show trying to detail that. How do you get by this? How do you you know make a bullpen without the biggest piece that you had in that bullpen? But to lose Edwin Diaz in the world baseball classic to what appears on the surface to be a significant injury, it is gonna put a stain on this tournament. That might be irrevocable in a lot of ways. Teams are not going to want to continue to send their guys back out for this and just, just wait and see. I mean, it's, it's similar to like the Paul George injury for Team USA Basketball years ago. Granted, guys still go and play in it. I understand the allure. I get the passion. These games have been a lot of fun to watch and they're a lot better to watch than spring training games. But you know what? They aren't New York Mets baseball and this guy just got the biggest contract ever for a closer and the entire bullpen is built around him. And he blows out his knees celebrating a win. I can't get over this part to get past pool play? Pool play? At least win the damn championship before you blow out your knee, man. This injury feels so Mets, and you hate to get back into that period of self-loathing as a fan. But damn it if it's hard not to when your star closer goes down in the World Baseball Classic just getting out of freaking pool play. Alright, we're going to discuss more of this in just a minute. First though, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. NBA season, they got big games, big stakes going on right now. And guess what? This is the time where you should sign up for FanDuel because you want to get all your bets ahead of the NBA playoffs and in the NBA playoffs or just to round out the season. It's the perfect place, perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers are going to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. It's like you get a do-over, like the Mets wished they had when they signed off and letting Edwin Diaz come out to the World Baseball Classic. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to three-pointers drain, all that good stuff, plus FanDuel. even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Also, MLB Futures, available at FanDuel. Lay off right now in Mets World Series odds because uh, you want to wait and see how the lines move after Edwin Diaz potentially is out for the season. Uh, don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com. That's FanDuel.com. To learn more, make every moment matter more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. <laughs> Let's go from here now that Edwin Diaz is potentially out. Again, we're speaking out of school a bit because we don't know. There's been no direct report. We don't know what the injury is. All we know is it appeared like a knee and it appeared like he could not. uh, Well, he definitely could not put any weight on it as he exited the field and that always points to or generally points to some type of structural damage, potentially an ACL, MCL, and that could mean no more MWD as this season. So who closes without him? Well, I'd say it's a good thing you got David Robertson in the mix. You got Adam Modavino, but you're now banking a lot on a couple of guys in their late 30s to come through and lock down games for you. You know, Brooks Raley comes up a spot. Drew Smith comes up a spot. The Mets did a great job addressing their bullpen this offseason, but they also just have Bryce Montes de Oca go down. Uh, Sam Coonrad, I think, just went down. Guys are going down left and right. They're dropping like flies, and you're going to have to try to scratch together a solid pen. And, and without Edwin Diaz closing games for you, man, I, I don't know what this bullpen is ultimately going to look like. I think the fact that they have Robertson and they have Adovino, it's a good start to a pen. And I like the fact that, you know, Montes de Oca's injury was not too significant. So maybe you can look at him and say, okay, if everything breaks right, he's a guy that could lock down some games for you as a late inning reliever with his high octane stuff. You have enough depth and your rotation is good enough that I don't think a single reliever, no matter how good he is, tanks the season for the Mets. But this guy was the best reliever in baseball, and he got paid that contract for a reason. So the Mets now have to figure out what to do without him, and it's probably closure by committee early on, if not just giving Robertson the job. He did serve in that role you know, with the Yankees in the past, with the White Sox, with the Cubs last year. Wasn't really closing games for the Phillies. Was coming more out of the back end, you know, the 7th, 8th inning. But he is comfortable. I think for the regular season, it's okay. Uh, I just know that to make that deep run in the playoffs, the Mets are probably not going to have to go out and acquire a guy. And how do you acquire a closer when the whole league knows you need one? That's where it gets tough. You're going to go trade for David Bednar from the Pirates? Well, he's got control, and they're going to have you over a barrel in negotiations the the options just aren't great for you to go out and say, okay, we're going to immediately address this problem through the trade market. So I think what the Mets will do here is they'll roll out out and Robertson and they'll see what happens. They'll give Drew Smith a bigger role. They'll trust Brooks Raley a little bit. They'll see if a John Curtis can step up. They'll see if Jeff Brigham can give him anything. They, they'll hope that they'll get something from guys like Steven Nogasek and Tommy Hunter. There are a lot of arms that are in camp that are on the 40 that are non-roster invites um, that could help this team. But there ain't no one that replaces Edwin Diaz, man. Not a single arm that we just mentioned can replace the production that you were going to get from Edwin Diaz. And so now the Mets are left to... Try to pick up the pieces the best that they can. But man, is this a massive blow to what you had cooking. And again, it makes you just question everything as far as the World Baseball Classic is concerned. Pool play? Pool play? I can't get over with the fact that it was pool play. I don't know if it would have been any better if it was the championship. I mean, I'm not Puerto Rican, so what have i felt some great sense of pride that Lindor and Diaz won it and be a little less upset? Probably not. It's probably the exact same thing. But there's something more pathetic about it happening in pool play that I can't get over. I digress, I guess. I don't know. There's still one more segment. So how can the Mets overcome this? I think we got into it a little bit, but we'll close that thought in just a minute. Before we get to that, today's episode is brought to you by the ultimate pro baseball GM, where your guy can't get hurt in the World Baseball Classic because it's Major League Baseball and World Baseball Classic doesn't factor in. I'm pumped to tell you about them, though. They're the sponsor of today's show, Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an LBGM and managing a professional baseball franchise, well, your dream can come true now. This is definitely the game for you. You can manage every strategic aspect of your team. Play through the season. Lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, managing different personalities, navigating your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season, all of this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play it on the go. If you want, when you're on a plane, here you go. You can still play Ultimate Baseball GM. Once downloaded, you don't need Wi-Fi to play. It's all in app play, locked on Mets listeners Going to get 100% of a free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseball.com. Scan the code or look it up on, on the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Check out Ultimate Baseball GM Start Your Dynasty today. how can the Mets overcome this rally together as a team and get a lot of good starting pitching? I, I, It's you can win the NL East without Edwin Diaz. You can win the world series without Edwin Diaz, but what it's going to take is a lot of guys stepping up. Robertson and Ottavino you have no margin of error there anymore. None. You need both of them to to be as good as they were last year. I'd say better, but I don't know if there is better for either of those guys. I kind of think they hit their their peak ceiling of what they can do as pitchers at this stage in their career last season. Now, that would be great though. You'll you'll sign it up for it again and there is every chance they can go out and be nearly as effective. But I would honestly project a slight step back for both of them on the stats. And that just leaves you susceptible here. Now, Drew Smith came into camp in great shape. He lost weight. He cut out sugar. He thinks that he's going to have his best season to date. You need it. You need a guy like Drew Smith to surprise you, to come out of nowhere. Now, obviously, last year was a good stepping stone for him. You need him to be the lights out guy that started the season, not giving up any runs last year, and, and holding that for a longer portion of the campaign. You are going to need a Bryce Montes de Oca to come through, or you're going to have to go out and find that reliever at the deadline that could take you to the next level. And who that reliever is, you generally don't know until the season has kind of passed a little bit and you see the teams that have faded, the the teams that have fallen out of the race, and that's where you can maybe pounce and grab an arm. But again the Mets are in this position where I don't know if teams are going to be willing to trade for him or trade with them. It also comes down to a reality of what are you willing to part with? Are the Mets going to be in a situation where Edwin Diaz blowing out his knee in the World Baseball Classic costs them a prospect like Kevin Parada? Is that where you're going to end up this year? Where you got to trade a catcher that can be an unbelievable hitter at the big league level, and we'll see if that is a tandem that ever materializes between him and Alvarez. Where you had that opportunity to have that bat in your system, or even trade that bat for an everyday player or a starting pitcher. And you're hurting so bad in the bullpen that you have to to pull that string and 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 give up a top tier prospect, that's where this injury really comes back to bite the Mets in in a big, big way. Hopefully, we get some positive news. <laughs> I'm not optimistic. Clearly, if you've been listening to this show for the past whatever it's been, eighteen minutes here, I'm not optimistic that he's just gonna have a bad sprain. But maybe he does. At this point, I guess that's all we can hope for. Um, if I had to guess, though, I think he I think he blew the ACL. I think he did. That really sucks. Pool play, man. Pool play. That has to be mentioned one last time. Anyway. That's going to be all for today's show. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast tomorrow. Probably talking about this. I was going to unveil my top 20 Mets prospects or at least the back half of that list. I also have a Pete Alonzo podcast already recorded and done. It's going to be released at some point, whether it's this week or next. I, I don't know. So again, make sure you're following us wherever you get your podcast. subscribing on YouTube. So you get all the latest updates. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Finkelstein Ryan. Follow the show at Locked On Mets. Thank you for making this your first listen every day. Now for your second listen. Check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Maybe they'll have um, some content in regards to where to go on your closer boards. If you were planning on picking Edwin Diaz, they'll get you ready for your league. Make sure you win this year by listening to Locked On Fantasy Baseball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.